Hello, everyone. This is Lisa coming at you. It is August 21st. We're going to be talking today about superstitions. Or are they delusions? Can they cause delusions? Why we're bringing this up now, last Friday was Friday the 13th. And then August 22nd is a full moon. Now we have heard things about Friday the 13th. We have heard about things with a full moon. And uh, especially if you're in healthcare, everybody looks and says, oh no, it's a full moon out. We are going to have a busy night. But actually the full moon does affect the growth of our crops and things like that. So without going into a lot of science, a full moon does have some effect on people and uh, also growth of plants. But let's go into now some superstitious beliefs. Regardless of which part of the world we're, we're talking about, superstitious beliefs and, and practices exist in plenty. Some people just dismiss them as mere irrational beliefs, but there are others who follow them religiously. For example, every time you sneeze, someone has to utter, God bless you. That's a common occurrence, irrespective of which part of the world you are from. While the exact origin of this practice is unknown, there are theories, one of the most interesting theories, uh, to be precise, the practice began in the 16th century. Um, in fact, they said a body without soul, they believed, was vulnerable to evil spirits and saying God bless or God bless you helped keep these evil spirits away. Um, so most of the superstitious beliefs are typically characterized by lack of logic and are spread by gullible people. Don't take offense. What do you think? Are people gullible? Superstitions are defined as irrational beliefs. That's not my definition which stemmed from our lack of knowledge or the fear of the unknown, right from Friday the 13th, which was last week, and eye twitching to animals and the weather, everything seems to have a superstitious belief associated with it. The superstitious nature of an individual is just not restricted to luck, but goes well beyond it in the realms of ghosts, goblins and, and witchcraft, as well as pseudosciences, as I call them, like astrology and traditional medicine. Yeah, I said traditional medicine. I'll go on record saying that, okay? Um, 
But what I've learned is superstitions have rooted themselves firmly in our society, period. So much so that it is virtually impossible for an individual to ignore them, even if you don't believe in them. When I see the full moon, I'm like, oh man, full moon. Maybe that's why I've been feeling off today. I really sometimes believe that. Or if I had just a very busy, unusual uh, evening at work, I'm like, oh, I think it was a full moon. Or is it a full moon out, I'll say? So, you know, uh, you, you do stuff like that. Uh, it, I just thought of something. The, the sporting arena... On the silver screen, and surprisingly, even in the field of medicine, real-life examples of superstitious beliefs in sports include players putting their right foot first when entering the field, wearing a specific number jersey, sitting on a particular seat when traveling in the team bus, and so on. Even fans will wear the same shirt or jersey because it's good luck or bring in something. Uh, I have gone to bingo and I have seen those older ladies with these trolls for good luck and they're very superstitious. So they're not restricted to any particular region. For instance, Africa is famous for its voodoo culture India has its own customs uh, where animals are fed and killed to appease the gods. Traditional Chinese medicine, which boasts of curing all the ailments you have heard of, right from arthritis and cancer to impotency, you know, things like that. But one thing, the black cat is definitely the most popular animal when it comes to luck. You've heard if a black cat crosses your path, it's said to be a sign of bad luck. But there are some people who believe that a black cat brings good fortunes when it walks towards you and similarly takes it away when it walks away from you. In fact, back in the Middle Ages, black cats were thought of as satanic and killed in large numbers. Oh, and I'm an animal lover. I don't like to hear stuff like that. Um, let's go back to last week, Friday the 13th. Both Friday and the number 13 have always been considered inauspicious, and therefore it isn't surprising that Friday the 13th strikes dread in the minds and hearts of people across the world. As with Friday the 13th, almost all the palindrome dates, we'll call them, dates like 11, 11, 11, and 2102-2012 are also considered unlucky. Uh, and we know about walking beneath the ladders, widely believed to bring bad luck, to a person. Um, 
Another common superstitious belief, perhaps the most popular of the lot, is about breaking a mirror. If you break a mirror, it is said that you will have seven years of bad luck. And if the mirror in the house falls on its own and breaks, it's a sign of somebody's death in the house. I'd say someone didn't hang that mirror up properly, but that's just me. Um, Give you another thing. In China, for instance, left eye twitching is considered to be a good sign, but the same is considered a bad omen in India. I've had eye twitches when I'm under a lot of stress, but I haven't thought of anything else that has caused it. Think about horseshoes and acorns become much more valuable than you think. It's believed that hanging a horseshoe in the bedroom keeps nightmares at bay. Similarly, it's also believed that an acorn kept at the window can save the house from lightning. Even our dreams are given prominence when it comes to superstitious beliefs. Uh, Dreaming about a lizard is a sign of an enemy attempting to harm you, that kind of stuff. Um, A family member of mine had, I think it was called Zolars or Zular's Dream Encyclopedia. And it said, if you dreamt of this, it means this. If you dreamt about losing a tooth or all your teeth, it meant this. So all this stuff uh, (laughs) is part of our culture. In our society, I mean, we've learned about all of this from someone. There was one time, I'm not fooling here, that uh, we were coming from, oh, a fair. And I look him back, and my mom is doing this thing. She's got her hand on her forehead, and she's saying something like, be gone, be gone. And I look at her and I'm like, Mom, what are you doing? Someone gave me the evil eye. I'm like, okay. Well, let's talk about this. Uh, The superstitious person, as far as I'm concerned, makes use of various what we call projective mechanisms and establishes a connection between two events or between an object and an event which are not casually related. Uh, Superstition can be understood as a narcissistic attempt at compensation by persons lacking self-confidence who feel themselves to be under an an existential threat. Yeah, interesting stuff. Now, it's different than religious belief. Religious belief can be defined as a commitment to an ultimate meaning in life. Okay. Now, let's go to delusion. A delusion is a disturbance of thought content. I guess it's maintained with absolute conviction. Do you kind of see how superstitions can lead to delusional beliefs? So, uh, A person who's delusional is just not capable of doubting or correcting the false belief. Uh, Transition from faith to superstition and vice versa versa is often fluid. 
Superstition can be the starting point for delusional ideas. Uh-huh. It's got to be distinguished from delusion, and in, and in most cases, it's easy to do. The superstitious person feels secure in his world. While the delusional person breaks out of the security and places him or herself outside the community, outside the society that actually supports him. So delusional behavior, delusional thinking can be based on, this, this is what I'm thinking. Others, you have to, you may be thinking differently. Uh, I, I'd be interested to know what your beliefs are concerning uh, superstitions, uh, absolute faith as far as religion, and delusional beliefs. Either way, um, I wanted to throw one last thing for you to think about. 13's never been a lucky number, right? Or 666. Well, the number 12 is considered to be a perfect number. Why? Think about it. There's a 12-year cycle in Asia, the 12 signs of the zodiac, the 12th card of the tarot card, 12 sage leaves, the 12 tribes of Israel. A bat mitzvah is when the gal turns 12. The flag of the European Union has 12 stars. The 12 stars have no meaning. Cleopatra's needle and the 12 beautiful women. The 12 days of Christmas. 12 grapes for good luck. I think that's in the Italian um, belief. The Apollo 12. The 12th president. Sonnet 12 by William Shakespeare, number 12 in the Bible, the 12 sons of Jacob, the 12 pillars, 12 tribes, 12 sons of Ishmael, 12 apostles of Jesus, 12 years of blood, 12 stars of the crown, 12 gates of Jerusalem, 12 in Islam. Who were the 12ers? Number 12 in mythology. The 12 Olympians in Greek mythology and other things. 12 is never a bad number. 13, bad number. So that's just some other superstitious stuff going on. Think about it. What are your thoughts on this? Superstition? Faith? Delusions. Just wanted to give you something to think about. Evaluate what you're really thinking. Is it for fun? Is it for real? 
or have some people gone where it's become a delusional belief? This is Lisa signing off. You stay well.